And he's here. If you ever want to ask a question, which we did receive from Roger, by the way, can you ask the movie guy? <laughs> that's you. Uh, the about the movie The Arm. Roger, the arm. I don't know. I don't know the arm. I don't know the arm. See? I'm gonna have to like know. go back in the Rolodex of my brain here. The arm. Yeah. Well, you don't have to answer now. I, I'm but... feeling like it's an old movie. Sure. Well, we'll look it up and refresh Steve's mind. Maybe he's seen it. Maybe he hasn't. And then we'll uh, we'll get some uh, some info and, and see where we can go from there. So thanks, Raj, for the text. Appreciate it. Absolutely. What the hell should we watch this weekend? Steve Stebbing brings us some good ones and some not so good ones that we shouldn't watch this weekend. <laughs> and we have the uh, AV Club and Sleepy Hollow coming up, by the way, which, by the way, is not Sweeney Todd, in case you're wondering. No. I texted Ryan O'Donnell and I was like, hey, where did we watch Sweeney Todd for this week? He's like, we don't. (laughs) Different Ah, Burton, different Johnny Depp. Yeah, this is just Ryan was like, close, but not definitely not close. Mm. Um, Expendables. Is that what it is? Um, Expendables 4, Expend 4 Bulls, Expend. Like, how do you say it? Like, I get it. It's supposed to be hip. It's the poster. I don't know. <laughs> Expendables, but the A is a four. Expend four bulls. Let's go with that. Hit the thing. <laughs> Terrorists have taken possession of nuclear missiles on a cargo ship off the coast. If these babies go off, it'll be World War Three. Take cover! I get the feeling that expendables, expend forbles is expendable. Pretty much. I would, you know, I usually come to the show here and I, I, with, with, with questionable movies like this, I, I, I usually fall on that sword for, for, for you guys and for the listeners just so they can know that they don't have to waste their time. And I went to the theater all ready to watch it. And the projector is broken in the theater they're going to show it at. So I didn't get to see it. So I but I am assuming that it's not great, especially because reviews are pouring in. Me and Ryan talked about this before coming on air, that it is not going well for Stallone's fourth uh, attempt at this uh, this kind of gathering of all the action heroes in one movie. And I mean, top of it you're missing a lot of the firepower uh you don't have any schwarzenegger in this one you don't have jet lee uh you don't have even probably a cameo from chuck norris or anything like this so it's i'm sorry 50 cent isn't enough to 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 bring the team back on board um and yeah it just looks forgettable overly cg but they are going back to the hard R rated R, like gory violence. So if you're into that kind of thing, if you liked uh, the uh, Rambo reboot uh, that Stallone did in 2007, uh, you you might find some enjoyment from this movie. Okay, Steve, uh, let's get into the shows on Netflix. There's this one. It's called Sex Education Season 4. So I think you have to imagine taking Fast Times at Ridgemount High, right? Sort of the high, the mm-hmm. high school angst. Except um, the dad, what was the dad in Fast Times? Was he the teacher or the principal? No. The one of the dads. No, that was the, a different one. It was the, it was the blonde-haired dad. I don't know the actor names like you guys do. Um, anyway, <laughs> he wasn't. didn't he work at the fast food joint? I don't know. Anyway, um, but one of the parents, imagine Fast Times at Ridgemont High, except the parent is a sex ed teacher. 
and then watch the kids go through their high school life. Basically, gives you an idea of how awkward and weird it could be. Here's the trailer. Hi, I'm Otis Milburn, and I am incredibly awkward, and I struggle with public speaking. And I am also a bit of a mess. I didn't kiss anyone until I was 16 years old, and I've had problems wanking and fingering. I suffer from anxiety, and I feel misunderstood a lot of the time. I've had my heart broken by people I like, and I've hurt people who like me. Sex Education Season 4 on Netflix. Is it as weird and make you feel awkward as it sounds, or is it actually kind of warm? It's really, it's got such a sweet heart to us. I really like this show, and I think it's really kind of... uh, down to its cast and its core. I mean, the the mother that you that you uh, brought up in the description of it, Jillian Anderson plays that role, and oh. she is one of my absolute favorites. I've loved her yeah, since the X Files. You have a crush so. on her. You told us, yeah. I well, yeah. I mean, she's an OG crush for sure. Um. So, and I just really like Isa Butterfield, who plays Otis, the main character of the series, and um, just the t- the learnings that he's had through having Julian Anderson as his mom, he takes that to his school and becomes kind of the sex therapist of his school. Um, and I find that really interesting because it kind of reminds me of an Anton Yelchin film called Charlie Bartlett that I really enjoyed as well, uh, or, or, uh, the more recent, uh, love Simon. Um, but, uh, I kind of dig the way that this British series, it, uh, goes at the, uh, the, the high school dynamic and how that works. And it's actually kind of brought us two new stars in, uh, Nikuti Gadawa, who, uh, who is, I'm probably saying that wrong, who is the new Doctor Who, uh, which is about to premiere in a few months, I believe, uh, as well as Emma Mackey, who is another, uh, Margot Robbie lookalike, um, who's a rising star. She was just in the Barbie movie coincidentally as well. She's on the rise as well. Um, and yeah, I just, I dig this and I, I'm kind of sad that this is the final season, but I'm glad they're going out on their own accord. There seems to be, uh, like you said, like his mom is the, the sex therapist and then he starts, you know, mm-hmm. kind of parroting her to the friends and, and being the expert. There's an element mm-hmm. of big bang theory there too, because of the influence of Howard. No, not Howard. Um, the son and the mom being the psychologist, the child psychologist, and yet he was the most right. unloved of all the children, right? Like Leonard, um, yes. Leonard, thank you. And so they, you know, I mean, there are some, there's little elements of other shows that come into this that that really are uh, good recipes. That's why I feel like there's a little mm-hmm. bit of Fast Times, and then there's a, a little bit of Big Bang Theory, and sort of all mixed into that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And I mean, bringing up Fast Times, I mean, I think any teen drama comedy always owes it to the blueprint which is fast fast times yeah that's a good point very well done okay um next up um (laughs) since i've done such a good job introducing them so far uh apple tv plus still up danny why are you crawling around in the dark were you actually asleep of course not i was trying to save on light bulbs haven't slept for about two months chronic insomnia Hypnotism, acupuncture, none of it works. He's still up. How was your day? Well, shift heads might relate to this one. The the members of our community here at nighttime that suffer from insomnia and what they go through. Yes. And this is, I guess my focus this week in television is like British uh, comedies. Yeah. 
through okay. sex education and, and this one because this is a british comedy as well um and yeah it follows two uh best friends who are also insomniacs who uh bond about getting older and new responsibilities and all that all the while expressing kind of that will they won't they fall in love or maybe um make this a deeper relationship and uh, again just like sex education this one kind of lends back to the cast i really like the cast in this one antonia thomas is in this one she was on a british series uh called misfits uh that i really really liked uh as well as craig roberts who plays uh the, the other main in this one uh who's an definitely killer at the awkward comedy but he's also a really great writer and director himself so it's kind of cool to see him go back and and uh do a more focal performance and not actually be in, involved in the writing and directing of it so uh yeah i dig still up it's a little show that i don't think it's gonna get any um real push uh you probably won't see like ads or anything pop up for this one it's gonna be just kind of one word of mouth that you discover but i recommend it Okay, stevestebbing.ca. We have time for one more. Let's throw it back to one of the best of all time. I would say many people might agree with that one, but now in 4K, the mega, mega high def, we have The Princess Bride. It was a time when life didn't seem so complicated. Marriage is what brings us together today. What? 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 I'm killing myself once we reach the honeymoon suite. Wouldn't that be nice, a courtly age. All right. For those who haven't seen it, which I imagine is a very select few, uh, Princess mm -hmm. Bride, one of the best movies of all time. Oh, absolutely. And I'm pretty sure we've all given our thoughts on this one because I'm pretty sure it was one of the um, mm -hmm. the, the AV Club movies. Mm -hmm. uh, so this is almost a rehash just to uh, appreciate uh, this on a, on a whole new level um, because beyond that, it getting the new uh, revigorated um 4k we also get all the special features which also include a lot of behind the scenes stuff that mandy patinkin shot and documented uh because he is photography is a big passion of his and everything so um for a movie geek like me to get all that kind of stuff and commentaries with rob reiner and interviews with billy crystal and everything and all, all the special effects that went into this film I mean, it was really a landmark film. I, I know we've waxed on about this one before, but uh, I, I mean, my love for this one is just not diminishing. Yeah. And not to mention seeing it in 4K, super crisp, super awesome. Must be nice. Oh, yeah. Yeah.